0: Hi! Welcome to the CGOB Sports Show Podcast. On this episode, we head to Collingwood, Ontario, near where I'm from. For the CFL League beatings, we'll talk to head coach of the Alouettes, Kahari Jones. The ownership situation there resolved. Did he like the fact that the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, his former team, won the Grey Cup? You'll find out also, Jeff, Rod, and I watch. We Are Marshall in the replay booth. What do we think of it? You'll find out on the podcast. Now, the CFL League meetings are underway in the Blue Mountains, Ontario, a beautiful area not that far from where I grew up. Coaches and GMs from across the league are there to talk about stuff, rules, concerns, debate a bit, catch up. The full CBA has been released. I am not going to read all 130-something pages to you because... I mean, they played a whole season without it being publicly released. But anyway, you'll be hearing from some names like Pinball Clemens or Orlando Steinhauer during this week tonight. We got Kahari Jones, the head coach of the Montreal Alouettes, and, of course, a former quarterback of the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Coach, it's your first league beating as a CFL head coach. What's the schedule like for you coming up this week? (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh man, uh you're probably asking the wrong person, man. Uh yeah, I know we're we're doing some uh different things on on rules uh today and uh uh I know there's head coach meetings and GM meetings. I think I'll I'll kind of slip into both of them a little bit and then uh yeah, I'm I'm just going to be a bystander here and, and try to figure out and and uh talk when when I'm supposed to talk, but uh yeah, I know the I know the whole rookie drill and, and uh, there's a few of us rookies in there so i'm just curious to see how it goes
0: now is there any specific issue that's been on your mind that you need to raise
1: Ah uh, not really no, no i think uh I, I felt pretty good with how things went last year, you know, and uh there's always different tweaks and and uh things that that go on throughout the season so i' I'm, I'm curious to hear about some of the maybe proposed uh rule changes and and uh or or just small changes that that they're they're talking about making, but uh, for the for the most part, I thought we had a we had a pretty good product on the field, and uh, uh, the only thing I'd I'd probably want to change is the the the, uh, the storm policy. You know, we we lost a game last year because of uh, 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 lightning, and and uh, so uh, yeah, if, if anything, that would be the b- biggest change. Right?
0: Yeah, I guess that was the the one weird thing because it never really happened before where a game had to be ended early right because of weather like that
1: yeah yeah that was the first time ever and so it was it was kind of wild to uh be a part of that and and uh especially on the losing end but even the winning end that's just uh just a weird situation you always want to want to be able to finish a game and uh uh, yeah, and they they had just put the time limit on on those uh, on those games where how long they would go. Where this was before, you know, people would would you know, hang out in the stands for a couple of hours and and uh, you, you you finish the game.
0: Big news out of Montreal yesterday that uh, you got an owner now. You've got it's not just the league. Did the fact that their ownership I don't know, call it a cloud, I guess, hanging over the team did that matter at all during the course of this past season?
1: Ah, uh, n- no, and that's that's a credit to the the players. That's a credit to the coaching staff that uh, we we didn't uh, allow it to, to to matter, you know. And and that was uh, uh, the guys just kind of put their head down and and uh, worried about the product on the field. And uh, hopefully that was one of the things that that may have uh, driven uh, uh, Gary and, and and his partner to to uh to, to buy the team because they saw that that uh we we were were running a, a good ship here and and uh um and and they see saw the value in that so uh yeah i'm very excited about having that that ownership piece in place uh and and uh and hopefully it it uh it helps us in the in the future and i know it will
0: so to have that now where you have these this stability is not the league owning it. It's Ed Spiegel, Gary Stern of Crawford Steel owning the team now. Does that change how the team approaches free agency in terms of the financial part of it?
1: Um. Yeah. Well, that remains to be seen. I think I, I feel like we're just in a good place because we do have uh, the financial backing of the team, and and the biggest thing is you know that the the rest of the league doesn't have the the you know the burden of of kind of uh, owning the, the Montreal Alouette. so we do have an owner. We do have someone to talk to now and go to and and say, "Hey, we we need this guy." Of course, we're under still salary cap uh, restraints and, and all of those things. But uh, but I, I I feel good about it. I feel good that that we uh, we're running like uh, the other teams in the league and and uh, we're in, under good financial backing, which is which is always important.
0: i have seen a lot of players also signing. NFL futures contracts from your point of view is does this seem like more than usual players getting their shot down south
1: ah uh, it, it feels like a few more than than maybe maybe normally but yeah I always see guys that are that are uh, good enough and and that the NFL kind of sees the value and sees that these guys can can play and that it it, it makes sense uh, to to the league down south to uh, to look at these guys because they, we have some uh, outstandingly talented individuals, and starting with our our running back that just signed uh, with the Raiders, Will Standback. I'm I'm very happy for him. You know, I, I, of course, I wish we could have him for for a long time, but uh, but I love to see these guys be able to. Uh, uh maximize their 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 earning potentials as as uh football players with with the short careers that we have and and so uh yeah i always root for the players in these in these uh situations and and um i'm happy that that guys are are getting the opportunity
0: i know you're coaching the alouettes now but was some part of you happy that winnipeg won the great cup in november
1: <laughs> That's funny, yeah, yeah, well, you know, after we got knocked out, uh yeah, then I could kind of concentrate on on everything else, but uh but no for the for the fans of of Winnipeg. Uh, for the city of Winnipeg, I, I thought that was uh, uh, outstanding, you know, and uh, it's been a long time coming, and and uh, I, yeah, with, with my uh, time there and everything, I loved it, I loved being a, a part of that, that team and, and that community, and uh, uh, wish that we could have done it in, in way back in 2001, or, or even in the, in the couple of preceding years, but it d- didn't work out, but uh, but yeah, it was it was really nice to see, and, and of course, I know guys on that team and, and coaches and everything, and and uh, the work that they put in. It, it was uh, it was it was really nice to see, and, and uh, uh, but great for the city, great for the city.
0: Well, I appreciate you taking time to talk to us here today. Uh, have fun at the meetings, and good luck this season. Thanks a lot, appreciate it. That's Kari Jones, the head coach of the Montreal Alouettes, joining us here on the CGOB Sports Show. Now, every two weeks during the year, Jeff Braun, half of the couch potatoes, big movie buff, morning news anchor here on CJOB. He's back, I believe, Thursday. He's on vacation right now. We watch a sports movie, and we share it. I just heard Skylar Peters cheer, so, I mean, the Islanders must have won. The Anyway, what was I saying? Yes, Jeff Braun and I, every other Tuesday, we watch and review a sports movie. We chose We Are Marshall for this one because... U.S. College Bulls season is coming to a close soon. The national championship is next Monday. And we haven't done one in a few weeks because of the Christmas break. Tonight, it's back. The replay booth. We are Marshall. So this is one of the newer ones we've done. 2006, we are Marshall. And I went into this knowing that there's a plane crash and. To start the movie, you're wondering, when is it going to be? Is it going to be you get to know the characters and then the no. plane crashes? Or nope, it's right away.
2: It was too much. Yeah, we'll see you at home in just a few hours after that plane ride. And I was like,
0: okay. You yes. get this ominous feeling Here in your comes. stomach the whole time. It's yeah. Like, and then... It, it's it, The
2: whole movie was just brutally sad. Like, I openly wept several times. That was, that was a tough watch. And it yet was a one good of movie, the though.
0: criticisms of it was that it was too simple and not really dealing with the grief as much as it should have. I don't know. It felt like it dealt with it more than enough. It's supposed to be kind of this uplifting revival, right? It's not supposed to be here's two hours of just plain sadness. Yeah. But okay. So the if you're unfamiliar with it, Marshall is a university in West Virginia and their pretty much entire football team in nineteen seventy, their plane crashes into the side of a hill, everyone dies, except for a couple people who were stayed behind because they were injured.
2: Four guys and then one of the coaches. Drove off on a scouting trip or whatever. And,
0: and so, so was, there was a, a lot on of the plane racked with guilt that they felt like they should have been on there, too.
2: Yeah, the survivor's guilt can never be easy. And then especially with the coach played by Matthew Fox from Lost, uh, he switched with a guy. He was supposed to be on the plane and then switched with a guy. So right. that that would be – I can't even imagine how a person could get through something like that. That blows my
0: mind. So like, un- unlike a lot of the other movies we've watched, the tragedy is right off the bat. Oh, yeah. And it's all about how these people cope with it. Should they bring football back? There's a lot of hesitation. Eventually they decide – Yes, because there's this scene where they bring together basically all the students outside the board of directors meeting, and they start chanting, "We are Marshall." I ain't got nothing to say, but they do. We are Marshall. We are Marshall! We are- Which actually wasn't a chant at that time for that school. Oh, no. they brought it in later, but it still gets the point across. I was wondering how much
2: stuff in this movie they they fudged on. I know it's pretty common in, it's a common in all movies. based, but based on real on life. But when, yeah, when it's, and especially when the true story is so, just so serious and sad, right?
0: Right. Well, most of it's accurate. So they, uh, that scene, by the way, they shot in two days. They shot the board meeting in one day and then the, the crowd shot in another day. So they decide, yeah, we're going to bring football back. We got to hire a coach. No one wants to do it. And then they Matthew McConaughey calls.
2: Bum, bum, bum. That was weird. I forgot he was in it. I don't think I ever knew he was oh, in I it. Oh, I knew he was in it. I, for some reason, thought Matthew Fox was the main guy. But. Okay.
0: So he's this kind of wacky outsider. We've seen wacky outsiders in all, a lot of these sports movies. Will he be accepted? But the added layer is he wasn't there for the grief.
2: No, he's coming in fresh from the outside, so which is probably what they need to Absolutely. get over the hump of yeah. that grief. It was weird. Uh, Matthew McConaughey, I, like, he's got a weird energy. Is kind of it's he's like you said like a light kind of wacky guy which you sort of need because it's just so morose everything else in this movie but he was it was it's a weird performance I, I you
0: thought, oh you didn't like it
2: I, I liked I I think I liked it but it, I just the guy was just chewing on the scenery like with his his posture and talking out the side of his face
0: yeah like I was wondering and like, the, the ha a lot of hand gestures is it
2: based on the real guy was he really like that or is McConaughey just Doing this stuff just for the sake of doing something? Right.
1: Let me ask you a question. Are you married? Yes, I am. 25 years in May. 25 years. I am willing to bet that you didn't propose over the phone. No, I didn't. Okay. And I know damn well that she didn't say yes in a letter. Huh? Jack. Doc. No, Jack. Yes. I know. Doc. You can do it. (laughs) You're an outlaw. Pioneer. gunslinger. It's a whole new game, huh?
2: <laughs> you I looked at some of the reviews afterwards and yeah. w- the, when this movie got bad reviews, it was because of him. Okay. But it
0: otherwise But I saw good reviews good where he was the one that carried it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. And
2: and I think you actually need his lighthearted energy just to lift up the to make it a, some bring some joy to the thing.
0: But seeing know? McConaughey in a 70s outfit works. Yeah, yeah. That's that's kind of his jam. Oh, yeah.
2: It's a good sideburn action in this movie. Yes,
0: absolutely. I was thinking, how much of a grind recruiting must be? you got to drive all over the place to talk to kids that probably won't end up coming to your school.
2: And they're high school kids, too, yeah. right? The high school kids flip-flop and they want one thing one day and one thing a different thing the next day. It's, yeah. it's it's. I was like, ugh, this does not look like a fun gig for any of these guys.
0: So eventually <laughs> they're able to field a team of all freshmen. They petition the NCAA. And the NCAA sucks and still sucks to this day but they eventually say yep we're going to let you do it and they field the team with freshmen and then everyone's surprised when they suck the first game it's all freshmen they're all 18 of course they suck <laughs> what are you talking about and then there's only two big there's only two games in this whole movie Is there really Well there's the first one right at the start which they don't
2: really show except for the guy misses there's the catch There's
0: the first game against uh Moorhead State, which they got crushed. The
2: road game where they get crushed. And, and then the they home come game.
0: home and they yeah. beat Xavier. And they yeah. actually beat Xavier 15-13 on a last-second play. That all actually happened in real life. And apparently the whole staying on the field part wasn't quite accurate at the end of the movie. They, but everyone was after the game was just in the stands crying, basically. There you after go. that game was that over. That makes
2: sense. Hey, McGee had to do something to end this
0: movie. McGee, He's the director. What, what, he, I saw that. It was directed by McG. I thought, what? Who's, <laughs>
2: who's McG? I saw that and I... First, I was like, oh, yeah, this is going to be a huge bummer of a movie. Like, uh, I knew it was going to be sad. And then it's like, directed by McGee and I was like, what are you kidding me? <laughs> he used to – he directed that first Charlie's Angels movie, the one with Drew Barrymore okay. and Lucy Liu and uh, – what's her name? Something about Mary Lou? Cameron Lady. Diaz. Cameron Diaz. And he also – he's directed music videos. That's what he was famous for, and that's how we got the Charlie's Angels oh, thing. That and seems... that was a hit, and then he somehow got oh, We Are Marshall. And oh. he th- I thought he did a good job, though, overall. Like, that goes. It was a well-made I, movie.
0: I was curious why there wasn't uh, a home when they shot the final home game. Why they didn't have the team run out on the field? Because I think that would have been such a powerful moment. I when think the McGee team just wanted to to get to the game.
2: You and also just to bypass some of the cliche kind of things or whatever.
0: Because there was a lot of cliches in this movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the the West Virginia letting them into the film room to watch football. That was that was cool. my
2: favorite part. Playbooks, research, game film. Need anything copied or dubbed? Just see Kitty down the hall.
1: Coach, you serious?
2: Sure. We don't play y'all this year, so what the heck, have at it. Just make sure you put everything back where you found it when you threw. Deal. <laughs> You're growing big down in Huntington, I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, guys, you get hungry. There's a lunch spread next door. F self. And then with the helmets, that was
0: the cross on the end, was like,
2: yeah. okay, I guess I'm just going to start crying again. Right on. Thanks, movie.
0: And despite the fact they're in the same state, they never play between 1923 and 1997. They played zero times. How is that even
2: possible? Just
0: it's the way schedules work in, in college football, you arrange these rivalries and meetings years but they in advance. Play each other in
2: the first game is not where they. Flew? No, no, no. That was East We're Carolina flying home from that
0: was East oh, Carolina. Okay. That was their only chartered flight of the season too. Because um, they bus a lot. Because they just yeah. Play nearby. Well, yeah. They don't have a big conference. Do
2: they not have uh, points after touchdown back then in college ball? Because. I was watching the score in that last game, and no, they weren't kicking converts, and then— I
0: 1970. I, yeah, there's there's a lot of uh, time-era nitpicks I found on this one with some cars that weren't supposed to be there, and defensive players couldn't advance fumbles uh, uh, okay. until a certain year. Uh, but, I mean, who cares? Just, if you get bogged you're down in all those details, you're never going to enjoy anything.
2: But still, when they, when they, it's three, they have three points, they score a touchdown, right. and then later on, yeah, the I'm other not, team scores, and they,
0: I'll admit, I'm still not sure. Nine, I don't know. So, uh, everyone's pretty much an, an actual character except for Paul and Annie, they're composites. Who? Paul and Annie, the, the sad oh. dad and the fiance oh, yeah, yeah, girl. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they're, they're both, and that's so Paul is just everybody in town. Yeah. And, and Kate he like every Kate, girlfriend. Yeah, in Kate Mara's character. Yeah,
2: Kate Mara, whose uncle is John Mara, who, who owns, owns the a New York Jets. Yes, whatever.
0: a family of affluence, and they ended up in Hollywood. Her and her sister Rooney. So I love the credits where they have the the actor posing with the actual character. The play. photo was the character. Yeah, I thought the, that was really cool.
2: That was really cool. I thought that as well. And, and the, then also the the alumni is like, is that Chad Pennington? And I looked it up. and yeah. like, it oh, is Chad Pennington. Yeah, Byron Leftwich,
0: Randy Moss. Yeah, yeah. The, they were great in the the '90s when they were in Division One, Two A. So it's the next level down. So when they said they won two national championships, it was one double A, and then they moved back up to Division One A in yeah. uh, after Moss was gone. They've had some great seasons. They finished ranked. They they're a pretty good program. And if they had not done this after the plane craft, they just let it die. I didn't guess didn't none of this would probably have probably never would have come back. Probably not because really, as you saw, it's really hard to yeah, to do anything. And that coach only Jordan lasted four seasons. He won nine games, and they ultimately didn't do well because again everyone was freshman, and it's really tough even in a di- conference that's not super loaded but yeah. uh, in the end i thought like i thought this was a really good movie and then i read the reviews and everyone was trashing it and i thought and yeah then, but i my opinions are very easily swayed this didn't make money it lost money at the box office uh which is well, it too came bad out in but
2: 2006 2000- six okay
0: december 2006 they started filming it in april six so it was pretty quick there wasn't a lot of really hard scenes in this, but I mm-hmm. thought the McConaughey scene at the at the graveyard uh, with the speech was pretty good.
2: I like that, too. And I was like, oh, graveyard speech. Don't get that a lot in sports
0: movies. I thought that was really good. And we came here today to remember six young men and 69 others who will not be on the field with you today.
1: But they will be watching. You can bet your ass that they'll be gritting their teeth with every snap of that football. You understand me? How you play today, from this moment on, is how you will be remembered. This is your opportunity to rise from these ashes
0: and grab glory. After I was done watching it, my first thought was, "Wow, that was really good."
2: That's what I thought too. I really enjoyed it, and I was shocked when I went to Rotten Tomatoes and saw it at like forty
0: four. I know. I, I hate letting other people sway me, but that's what happened a little bit. Was, but on its own, I thought, no, you know, was, it's not it's not a deep movie by any means. It's a sports movie about revival of a, a town and yeah, the love of football it's a movie and about grief, overcoming loss, and some people aren't able to do it, and it's yep. everyone deals with it in different ways. So. Ultimately, I actually, the first
2: thought I had when it ended, I was like, I'm surprised. I was like, I bet if it wasn't, if it didn't, you know, strings up, big heart swelling music at the end, the end, directed by McGee. I was like, if that guy's name wasn't McGee, this might have been like nominated for Oscars or something. Yeah, maybe. But it's hard to take it seriously when it just says McGee. Fair
0: enough. No, I thought ultimately it was pretty good. So what's your, what's your mark? Oh, sure. Uh, I will give this eight and a half sideburns out of 10. I was going to give it nine McConaughey butt slaps out of 10. <laughs> He does smack a lot of butts in that movie. Thanks, Jeff Braun. Two weeks from tonight, we'll do it again. Don't know what movie we'll do. Maybe a hockey-themed one? Since we're in the middle of the hockey season, perhaps we'll do that. You can always let us know, 204780-6868, or you can send me an email, Christian at cgob.com. I'm on Twitter, at CGOB Christian. Lots of ways to get a hold of us. Tune in to the CGOB Sports Show weeknights from 7 to 9 with me, Christian O'Mel, or you can download the podcast on iTunes. It's actually on iTunes now. Wow. If you got an Android, then I dig you're out of luck. But Apple products, you're good. So listen to the podcast. Please subscribe. You can rate it. What's the worst that can happen?